Hey, listen to this cool, hip, rad song, man. No way, man. We're listening to a podcast instead. Wait, wait, which one? <laughs> Here, j- just give me the aux cable. You'll love it. The aux cable has been plugged in, and now so are you. I am? Yeah. Oh, okay. Sweet. Coming up in this episode, the secret to our amazing advertisements. How to deal with constant crushes. Should you pull Facebook relationship pranks? And whether deja vu exists. Wait, haven't we discussed that before? Possibly. Huh. This week, on the Ox Cable! Welcome to the Ox Cable, the show where we get you plugged into advice on everything. Everything. I'm Ryan Matlock. I am not. I'm Matthew Bird. Hey, Matthew Bird. How are you? I'm vertical. I think I've probably used that in the past, but also I'm good. I'm horizontal. Oh, you but get the light down vertical. while you record? Like, I'm just three-dimensional is what I'm trying to say. Oh, okay. You know, like, I have a vertical X, plane, y, a horizontal plane. Yes, exactly. Oh, well, that's interesting because I'm just XY. <gasps> to de- paper Matthew? Yes, it's like Super that game. Paper Matthew? Exactly. Yes. Awesome. Mhm. And it's got that button where you can switch to the other plane like, you know. So oh my y. word, like the Wii version? Yeah. You could switch the planes and then all of a sudden for like 10 seconds you can enjoy 3D world? Yeah. Awesome. I don't know if everybody liked that version or not. I remember I liked it. So. I loved it. If you yeah. do, if you know if no one knows, we're we're making a Super Paper Mario joke. Super Paper Mario. It was pretty dope. I enjoyed that. I actually got this is a total tangent, but they released like the Origami Super Paper Mario recently for the Switch. For Switch. Yeah, and I got it because I loved Super Paper Mario on the Wii and thought it would be that. And oh. it's not quite that. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> I was a little disappointed. It has like a way different mechanic where Super Paper Mario was like a 2D platformer like most Mario games. And then it had like a story to go along with it. This right. is like a 3D platformer. But every time you hit an enemy, instead of just jumping them, jumping on them and then you're done. Every time you touch an enemy, it takes you into a battle sequence where you have to solve a puzzle to defeat the enemy. Oh. It was interesting. I couldn't tell if I liked it or if it just felt like a game for kids. Interesting. See, I, 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 we, Joshua, my brother has a switch and, uh, uh, I got to play it. Uh, but we don't have very many games for the switch right now. We have Mario Kart smash. And those are our two favorite games to play. And then we have a few others like, what's the what's the one with link um uh breath of the wild yes breath of the wild but um i stopped playing it for a while and then getting back into it there's so many different things to do um like controls and and special combos and things that i've just Uh i'm lost and so i have to like relearn everything and so getting back into it is a little bit more difficult than that makes sense starting it from the beginning so um we should yeah. play Smash Brothers sometime. Oh, we I have should. that too. We oh. can use the online. I, see how well online does cross country. It, it's not too bad. See, the one thing about the Switch that I wish that they did, the new version is coming out soon, right? 
and uh-huh. it has the ability to plug in uh ethernet cable right right and for the dock and i wish that they had that on the original dock because the latency with wi-fi is sometimes a problem and makes people drop out especially for mario kart um that yep yep and so i'm i'm like when the the new dock comes out we'll probably get the new dock because you can get it separately but yeah i just wish that the old one had built-in ethernet (laughs) (sighs) makes sense Oh well. Anyway. I have one more. Ta- I have one more tangent before we move on. Oh, it's a fun. It's a fun little story. When I was little, we had a Nintendo DS. My brother and I, and we yes. wanted to play online. And my dad figured out how to set up our DS so that it would connect to our internet router. But right. our router was in the basement, and our bedrooms were on the second floor. And so if we wanted to play while we were in our bedrooms, which um, there were times that, you know, we just had to hang out in our bedrooms like in the evening mm-hmm. and uh, so that we wouldn't disturb um, our parents who were hanging out downstairs, um, we would hang out in our bedrooms, but the, cer- the the router wouldn't reach all the way to our bedroom, like oh, just sitting right. in there comfortably. But if you went over to the door and you like jammed half of your DS underneath the door, <laughs> it got close enough to the router to have about one bar no. <laughs> so we could play online. And we'd, our parents would sometimes come upstairs and like knock on our door and open it. And we're just like sitting there right in front of the door. They're like, what are you doing? <laughs> we're just like, play, playing Mario Kart. What's up? <laughs> You couldn't like sit out in the hall or something. You just had to sit in your You know, bench. we probably could have, but we were dumb. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, we figured out the trick and we're going to stick with it. <laughs> That's All funny. Right. So how are you, Matthew? Um, generally, I am doing all righty. I've got, um, you know, things have been pretty busy this past week. I've been working on... A, uh, a festival back home in my hometown. Um, I've been doing remote work for that. And then my um, family is moving back to town in the next week or so. Everyone's, I remember last time I was saying that my si- my foster siblings were like taken away. They're all back now and everything's right. going to be Yay. better. So good, everything's good. looking up in that department. So yeah, things are generally okie dokie right now even though there's a lot happening that's not great but at the same time there's a lot happening that is great so you know it's mostly up right now and i'm really happy so can't complain also i'm having less less heat like heat fatigue because we had like a what do you call it a uh, heat wave at the beginning of the month which was hard to deal with we don't have air conditioning in our apartment josh and i so (laughs) um, it was quite warm in our apartment and now um, it's it's more tolerable. It's it's normal summer temperatures instead of ridiculous death temperatures, oven temperatures. So yes, that is good. <laughs> I appreciate so, you not cooking. Yeah, me too. Matthew roasted bird doesn't sound as appetizing. You know, no, I'm sure that like, if I someone came across me and they're like, oh, there's <laughs> there's some roast bird, and I'm hungry <laughs> and like. <laughs> yeah, it's already got the, 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 you know, feathers plucked out and everything, so. I didn't know you had feathers. Oh, there's a lot you don't know about me. Oh my. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. 
You know, Joseph and his coat of many colors. Yeah, it's yes. Matthew and his, I don't know what you call like feathers of plumage. Many colors. Plumage. Yes, <laughs> plumage there you of go. many feathers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bingo. <laughs> yeah. So cool. that's overall, that's me. Um, I'm the only thing that I'm really missing is um, the festival that I was working on is a paddling festival. And I wish mm-hmm. I could go paddling, but uh, I can't. Not, they're not even ma- going to let you paddle. No, because it's back up in like the north and I can't go up to the north because, well, first of all, it's expensive to go back up there. Uh, I don't have a vehicle to just drive up, so I would have to fly and that's really expensive. And second of all, there'd be like all the time for um, self-isolating because of the coronavirus and stuff. So Uh if it weren't for all that, then and and I can't really afford to because going paddling down here. I don't have my own equipment down here with me, so I'd have to rent and renting down here. Everything's jacked up because it's um, the city and they can you know, and it, and it's a big touristy thing and also insurance prices are higher down here, so it's just it's more expensive down here than it is up there to go kayaking and paddling and stuff, so and I don't have a vehicle to like just drive up to to a river or anything like that so i'd have to also rent a vehicle on top of that yeah so it, i can't just go paddling like i could out there and i don't know people to go paddling with the same way that i did up there so like i don't yeah it's just not the that same that all makes sense, that makes sense. <laughs> i want to go paddling and i can't <laughs> you know you could do the poor man's paddling and that's I where i only doggy paddle <laughs> yeah you get you get in the bathtub and you I don't have bring a bathtub, a lot- Ryan. <laughs> well, then flood your living room. <laughs> it's that simple, man. But no, you just find a body of water somewhere, bring two spatulas and like a boogie board. Okay. And you're set. Okay. I used to have a boogie board, but that's back in Fort Smith as well in, in, in my old... Okay, um, uh, that is unfortunate. I'm sorry, I'll I don't go have to any the- answers for you. <laughs> you know what I'll do is I will have a piece of cardboard. I will use that and yes. I'll grab two spatulas and I'll go to the fountain at the mall <laughs> and I will go paddling in the fountain at the mall and anyone I'll be like, you can't catch can- me, security. Anyone- <laughs> I'm too fast for you. Anyone yeah. in the community who is artistic, oh, please, I need fan art of Matthew <laughs> on a cardboard with spatulas in the mall fountain. Yay. Ooh, and I'll just like, go to the dollar store, get some duct tape, and like waterproof the cardboard. There you go. Yes. There we go. Planned. Got it. I will. That's my new... Well, you'll have to tell us how that went. <laughs> okay. It'll be our next episode will obviously be another month from now, so there's plenty of time for next episodes. Woohoo! <laughs> okay, what about yourself, Ryan? Other than like my shenanigans, what what have you been up to? Well, we've got a baby coming in nine weeks. And that's Wait, was, crazy. I can't remember. Was that mentioned last episode? That we're pregnant? Yes, we did mention that. Okay. I don't know if we mentioned how far along we were, probably. But uh, yeah, at the time of recording, we're nine weeks away, and that's crazy. It seems so close at so far at the same time. Did you know that July was just last week? No, it really? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. By the time people listen to this, it would have been last month. But <laughs> <I know. laughs> but but yes, 
Yes. Yeah. That is crazy. Yeah, but and and you said baby's coming very very soon. So like you say uh-huh. 9 weeks, but that's like not accurate by the time people are hearing this. Yeah, probably going to be like 8 weeks or 7 weeks by the time you're hearing this and that's that's looming and that's fun. I I'm really excited. Uh Hannah's doing really well. We're getting ready slowly but surely. Are you sleeping all the time? Yes. Yes, we are tasting that last luxury of sleep before mm-hmm. we don't anymore. <laughs> yeah. Not like not to be like I've been there before, but I've been there <laughs> before. Yo, I had siblings. I know. Okay. <laughs> okay. Cause like, yeah, no, like, cause my mom ran a day home while she was homeschooling us. And um, so she was focused on like you know the day home kids a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then we had our little our, our youngest sibling come along, which was uh, our foster sibling, and uh, he was only like six seven months when he first came to us, and he uh, was you know still a baby basically. And uh, because mom was focused on the day home, I was basically taking care of him all the time, and he wasn't like newborn baby crying all the time but still when mom had the daycare kids i was looking after the the the, the new the, the little one so yeah i little sleep had... probably pardon little sleep probably yeah i mean like it was a family effort for sure but he definitely chose me as his favorite so Aww. cool um the the easiest time getting him to sleep was if i was involved <laughs> so um well I have some some uh, experience there. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Yep. And I will have experience further in baby raising. Yeah. Further. I, I get you guys get to welcome to the second half of the hundred episodes of the Ox Cable, which is just Ryan talking about being a parent every episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This episode I found out. <laughs> <laughs> this weird thing about babies. <laughs> Guys, did you know they poop? <laughs> a lot? No. We'll find uh, out. I went to the together. store and someone told me about these things called diapers. They help <gasps> a lot. <laughs> wow. Now you guys are going to be giving me advice on everything. <laughs> everything. Speaking of which, um, we've got a few things to mention. The first thing is that we need you to send us your questions. And this is because our email is a mess. We had a system that we had for keeping track of which which questions we'd answered and which we hadn't. But strangely, I look through it, and I'm pretty sure that some of the ones that we have in the section that we haven't answered questions yet, I'm pretty sure we've already answered some of those. And some of the ones that are like in the answered section, I don't know if we've actually answered. So everything's a little in disarray. And so I'm hesitant to go back to questions from like 2018, 2019 in our backlog. Partially because I don't know whether we've answered them yet. And partially because I don't know that it's going to be relevant to you guys anymore yeah. to get your like, hey, Ryan, I'm wondering, should I should I ask this guy out over here? Because uh, uh, he might be going to Canada tomorrow. <laughs> I can't answer that anymore. Yeah. Also, it's like our wedding is next month and I'm trying to choose a color palette. What do you suggest? <laughs> it's like, yeah. So yeah. 
My, let this be the official Ox Cable apology for all the people we left hanging back in 2017 through 2020 because we either didn't get to your answers or we didn't get to your answers that that's just the long and short of it so yeah many apologies please give us a second chance and send your questions to questions at oxcableshow.com you could tweet them to us as well if you wanted to if you're okay with the entire internet seeing it um Mm -hmm. just uh send us questions because we need them and we definitely deserve your trust now that we're releasing a second episode within the period of six months right Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> we're, we're following up with our promise from last time. Yes. Every episode um, builds upon the commitment that we made last episode. So pretty much in don't... addition. Oh, go oh, ahead. Yes, in addition. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say that um, please give us one more chance. We're, we're very, very sorry. I'm saying it on behalf of myself this time. Ryan said it on behalf of both of us, but I'm saying it this time. So thank you for giving us one more chance. You think you're allowed to speak for yourself, Matthew? <laughs> no, yeah, yeah you are. <laughs> okay. In addition, my wife and I, I, I've been introducing her to Gravity Falls recently. And if you are a fan of Gravity Falls, you know that every once in a while there will be a scene where they're watching an episode of something on the TV and then it cuts to commercial and it's just the dumbest commercial you've ever seen for something like, hey, do you have... Uh, too many owls in your house? Well, you gotta get an owl trowel! And it's... It, they're all hilarious <laughs> commercials. Sound like something that came out of a really drunk improv. But Hannah and I were watching this, and she totally called me out. She was like, Is this where you got the inspiration and humor style for the advertisements on the Ox Cable? Uh-huh. <laughs> And she's absolutely right. That's probably where it all came from. So I wanted to mention that. I don't know why. It was just funny. She has seen the truth. She really has. And and you couldn't see it because you were amongst it. I was blind. You were blind. Blind to where my humor comes from. I have noticed that, though, that when I go back and I watch the YouTubers and TV shows that I watched back in, like, 2012 to 2015, I realize just how much from them I've copied in my own content. You're like, oh, intentionally I'm not, not original at all. <laughs> no <laughs> one's original. Everyone is just the product of those who came before them. Yep. Well, plus except- some salt. <laughs> no pepper, just salt. They're, they're mad. Mm-hmm. No, they're not mad. They're just salty. The songbook. I know just what you mean. Wait, is Mabel's shirt the 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 more you know? Oh, uh, uh, maybe? It's just a shooting star, but technically, yes. The more you know thing is also a shooting star that's literally a star. I never thought of it. I don't know if that's an actual intentional reference or if that's just another design of a shooting star. It's going to the other direction, but whatever. (sighs) Okay, Uh, so all that said, we've got a discussion question. Now that we're 20 minutes into the episode. (laughs) Okay, let's discuss something different. Let's discuss something more interesting than Ryan's boring baby. No, I'm kidding. Ouch. I will have you know my baby is interesting. 
not yet really really the baby the baby oh my word the other day the baby was kicking so much and like really really tough kicks like they're they're that more means firm it's bored you're not giving it any entertainment you're not oh you're, stimulating you're so right. its brain yes i need to like the baby starts kicking and i'm just like okay i'm gonna give you the most entertaining thing i've ever seen double nuts <laughs> <laughs> It's like, I've heard these puns before. You just recycle the same things over and over again. Fun fact. Did you know double knots and every day is a holiday share the same two first notes? What? There's double knots and then every day is a holiday. Oh, I forgot that you wrote a song about every day is a holiday. It's in the first episode of every episode of Fantastic Fridays. I haven't or, watched. I don't know. Did well, you haven't right? done an episode of that in forever because, like, you figured out the problem with that show is that every Friday yes. <laughs> recycles every <Yes>. year. <laughs> it's a problem. <laughs> I made a mistake. You needed to shift it by one day every year. It's like, okay, yeah. now it's. Uh, yeah. Maybe someday I'll revamp that show on an entirely new YouTube channel and just call it Holiday Watch or something. Mm hmm. Who knows? Okay, okay, so we've got a question from Reese. Reese says, hey guys, do you think deja vu is real? I was talking with a friend the other day about this subject, and we were both talking about how we feel like we've had deja vu before, and even had deja vu of deja vu. I've heard a lot of people say before say before that it's not real, though. What do you guys think? Is it real? Is it just us having dreams about something and then it happening? I need to know. Thanks for all you guys do, Reese. Hmm. Interesting. You know, the problem with Reese mm -hmm. um, is their name. Is it What's sounds like, well, no, it sounds like a food, like a, like a candy. Oh, like Reese's cups. Yes. Yeah. Or like Reese's that is a little pieces. Distracting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of like the Reese's cup, like the big ones. I like the little mini ones. Oh yeah. I like to put them in the freezer. Ooh, that sounds really good. You know yes. what? I generally like putting things in the freezer and eating them cold instead of normal like all things or just like chocolate like candy things okay okay like chocolate candy things i guess i was gonna say you're crazy if you're like putting burritos in there <laughs> ice burrito mm. ice burrito <laughs> chip your tooth and, <laughs> and swallow some blood <laughs> i don't know um <laughs> hey i think we got our first advertisement <laughs> icy burrito do you need more iron in your diet? <laughs> Swallow your own blood. Um, uh, that might be a little too edgy for the podcast. Okay, then. Forget what I just said, and instead, let's talk about deja vu. Um, um, deja vu. Actually, did you know deja vu is from another language? I think it's French. Yes, I think. Maybe. I think I've heard something about that before. Yeah, but you guys are the only ones, I think, that have that experience of deja vu deja vu who our listeners them or the Reese French and his friends or oh oh her friends them <laughs> them and their friends okay <laughs> why is that because <laughs> i've never had deja vu of deja vu have you i feel like we've had this conversation before no oh okay i think sometimes we remember dreams sometimes we're remembering like forgotten memories and sometimes our brains are playing tricks on us and sometimes Maybe you're from another dimension, but you don't remember you're from another dimension. And everything that has played out in your life has already played out in a different dimension. And you're just reliving it 
and you have certain premonitions. Definitely. So you're so so you subscribe to multiverse theory. I was just about to say that. Yes. Yes. Ever since I saw Loki, it's absolutely a thing. I've not watched Loki yet. Of course, oh. everyone's going to make fun of me again about not watching any of the. <laughs> Well, since you haven't seen Endgame yet, I can't fault you for not watching Loki. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, everyone, feel free to write in and say boo to me for not watching any of the MCU movies after, what was it, uh, the Ant-Man second? Ant-Man and the Wasp? Oh, I've not seen that one. I've oh. seen Ant-Man. I've seen, okay, I saw, it doesn't matter. We're talking about something else. <laughs> Deja vu. Oh, wait, what? We're talking about deja vu. See, I had that the other day. I thought that we were talking about something. You and me. Mm hmm. Wait, were we? No. No. Yes? No. No. Should we move on? This feels weird. See, we can't be sure if we've experienced something before since before only lives on in memories or written word. I guess there's recordings now. Or interpretive dance. Ooh, who wants to... Uh, volunteers, raise your hand if you want to do an interpretive dance of deja vu. What is this segment? <laughs> Whoa. Okay. But remember, like, okay, sometimes you learn something and then you start to notice it everywhere. Mm-hmm. So, like, you learn a new word and you're like, oh, everyone's suddenly using this word. Where was this word before? No one knew it, but now that I've learned it, it's everywhere. But the problem wasn't that no one knew it before. It's just that you never noticed it before because you never knew what it was before. But now that you know what it is, you notice it everywhere and it stands out because now you know what it is. So ah. that same kind of thing with deja vu. It's like because you know about the situation or something. Um, now you're noticing it. Now you're noticing it and it becomes a bigger thing. And so you have that feeling of deja vu because of that feeling of like it stands out more to you. Hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. that's like my big thing about that. I had that's all I have to say on the subject now. Other than I feel weird about this conversation, and that's 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 about yeah. It. I feel weird too. So I think we'll move on right after this message from our sponsor. You said it correctly this time. Yay! Have you ever wanted to change your fate? Well, I did. Hi, my name is Leslie McGillicuddy. My mother passed away when I was just four years old. She passed away in a train accident, which is ironic because I went to boarding school on a train. But when I went to boarding school, it wasn't just on a train. I had to take a train, then a plane, then a car. I didn't learn much, except this accent. Then I had to come home. Oh, in the reverse order, it was a car, then a plane, then a train. And then I had to walk because we did, couldn't afford the car anymore. When I finally did get home though, my mother wasn't there of course because she died. But my dad, he was baking something. He was baking bacon. Baking so much bacon that there was oodles, oodles of leftover grease. And what could we do with all this grease? Well, I had an idea. What did I do with this idea? I talked to my, my brother, Terry. Hi guys, I'm Terry. I don't have an accent because I didn't go to boarding school, but I did go to college. And when I was in college, I'm like in my fourth year, I'm about to graduate. And my brother, he calls me, see, and he says, hey, 
brother, I've got this idea for a bacon toaster. And I said, say no more. I quit college. I drove back in a car, then a plane, then a train to go home. We started right in. We designed this bacon toaster. We designed it and we started figuring out all the business aspect. We moved into dad's garage so that we could build this business from a garage the way that all startups start. And then everything changed when dad moved his car back into the garage because he said that it was going to rain. Our business was destroyed. I, he ran over my toe and and the toaster, the prototype that we spent all of our money on and all of our time working and perfecting. It was toast. The thing is, we had a plan. We were this close, this close to greatness. Before we lost our business, we made an application to our local favorite podcast, The Ox Cable. Our favorite podcast in the world is the Ox Cable, and we made an application to be on their show doing an advertisement for our bacon toaster. Unfortunately, there is no bacon toaster now, and they don't issue refunds at this podcast. So we still have to do an advertisement. With the best laid plans, still things can go wrong, and you'll still have to put the show on the road. Oh no, I came up with a new product. A product that I think is very perfect for this listening audience. Well, what is it? Have you ever had a business that went under... Yes, I just talked about it. Well, we have the solution for you. When your business goes under, we have a new revolutionary product. It's called Give People Refunds When They Need Them. Welcome back to the Ox Cable. That sponsor, we should probably fire them. See, what I didn't like was the way that they, like their tone of voice. It was yeah. unrespect, disrespectful and... No good. And bad. I wouldn't use the word bad because it's a little bit too negative, but yes. Well, you know, they're not going to pay us anymore after we fire them, so we can say whatever we want about them. Yes. (laughs) All right. You want to read the uh, next question that we've got? I took a sip of water, so I'm all ready. Do it. Um, I know it's not pronounced Spooderman. It's pronounced Spider-Man, but I like saying Spooderman. I don't know why, but I'll try to say Spider-Man. Right as I took my drink of water. (laughs) (laughs) Spit all over my microphone. Because I said Spooderman? Spooderman. (laughs) Okay, okay, I will pronounce it properly this time. No, no, you can do it. I'm not drinking water anymore. (laughs) Okay, good. Okay. (laughs) Hey, Bird and Matlock. Classy. (laughs) I asked about the feeling of love, or as you, Ryan, said, Twitter-pated in a previous episode. When you answered, I had yet to actually experience Twitter patient, but now I live in a near constant Twitter patient and having crushes all of the time, mainly with my online friends. And the crazier part is, expressed to a good amount of them that I like them either after the feelings were mostly gone slash calmed down or mid feels, making it clear that I'm not necessarily interested in pursuing a relationship right now. No one has avoided me after I've done this or seemed to act weird around me. I realize I don't need to express those feelings every time and that one day my loose lips may get me into trouble. So how do I deal with crushes on a mental level without having to tell the girl or better yet avoid catching feelings until I think I'm mature enough to pursue a relationship? I know that second one isn't probably possible, but I figured I'd ask it anyway. Spooderman, PS4, aka scared that online relationships and friends will realize who I am. I said the wrong words. Relationships take that out and put just online friends. (laughs) (laughs) 
All right. That was that was a, a roller one. coaster. That was a that was a good. Thank you for your message, Spooderman, Spider-Man, PS4. I think the general so the main the main question being asked here yes. is that is that of how do I either one deal with the crushes that I have on a mental level without having to tell the girl or better yet avoid catching feelings at all until such a point as they believe they're mature enough to actually do something about it. So I have a couple thoughts. My first thought Murder. is... Murder! Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> How ahead. did you know? No. <laughs> <laughs> Can't have a crush if everyone's dead. No. Okay, we're going to maybe cut that. We'll see. <laughs> Probably not. So there's nothing wrong with talking about having a crush on people. I think that it can be very healthy when you have a crush to tell them because especially if you've got like great relationships with these people, you're just saying pretty much in so many words, Hey, I think you're a really cool person so much that I think about you a lot. And that's really what a crush is, is that you're thinking about a person a lot because they have attractive qualities, right? Would you say that's accurate, Matthew? Mm, probably i mean like there's a lot here to unpack but there's not like i mean there's a lot but there's not specifics so like mm. uh, from what i from what i can gather yeah i would say that's that's pretty accurate it, it, it's definitely part of it so yeah right and i've got a theory about crushes that i've been thinking about for a while and i'm curious to hear what you think about this matthew but it's sort of the idea of when you are attracted to somebody, a lot of times that attraction, like we, uh, I'll back up. So there's a difference between attraction and romantic affection. But I think that in uh, a lot of modern culture, sometimes it's easy to get the two confused and kind of conflate the two. Um, a, a romantic affection is like that feeling you get in the pit of your stomach, the, the butterflies that form when you've been thinking about a person a lot, spending a lot of time with them, um, and you just really like who they are as a person, and you start to think of, like, oh, well, could there be a future with us? Like, could we be boyfriend and girlfriend? Like, where's this going, right? Um, whereas attraction, you can be attracted to someone without having romantic feelings towards them. Like, that's that's the same as, like, you know, you have a friend, and they're really cool, they are very friendly, and they just have not romantically attractive qualities, just generally attractive qualities. The same way that, like, an apple that's shiny is more attractive than an apple that is molding, right? Does but that make sense? what if I like the moldy apple? What if I'm oh, no. <laughs> uh, you do you, Matthew. You do you. <laughs> but, like, okay. they're sort of... Yeah. There's there's attractive, as in this person just has objectively good qualities about them. And then there's affection where it's like, maybe they do or don't have good qualities. I just like them. Right. 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 And so how does this apply to your situation? Well, it sounds like you say you, like you're having crushes on people all the time. And I don't want like I don't have enough information to assume one way or the other. But I wonder, because I know that growing up, there were people that I saw in my life 
and like I spent a lot of time with them and developed romantic affection and and had an act, had a crush. And then there were other people that I respected. I thought, wow, this girl in my youth group is going off to do missions work. That's really cool. And that was an attractive quality, which at one point I kind of like, I think I remember writing my journal like, oh, do I do I have a crush on this person? I'm thinking about them a lot. And then eventually I realized, wait, no, I'm thinking about them because they're doing really good things that have bearing on my life and the lives of others. And those good things are worth appreciating. And so I was attracted to the good qualities, but not in an actually like romantic way so much as just like, hey, this is a good thing over here. And I think that it's very healthy if you can realize attraction to good things is normal and doesn't necessitate the development of a crush level obsession with a person. So long as you just kind of recognize like, hey, these people have great qualities. I don't have any reason to pursue them in a um, romantic way right now and it's okay for me to think they're awesome without getting to the level of, of obsession of a crush does that make sense Matthew or am I saying weird things you're saying weird things that make sense Ryan oh cool <laughs> it's it's all of the above best of both worlds <laughs> um but like back, uh, 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 backing up a little bit to your to your your observation about um, differences between types of uh, like uh, like attraction, like attraction and, and like affection, that. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you could, there's there's even like more differences there if you want to like go even further because like the English language is very imprecise, absolutely um, on on a um, casual level. There's, of course, more specific words, but those words are like big and not used very frequently. And a lot of them are based in, what is it? Um, Latin, I think. Latin, yes. I was going to say Italian. I always mean it's to say Italian. It's either Latin or Greek, depending on who you're, <laughs> what you're talking about. Exactly. I, and I always mean to say Italian, but it's, uh, I almost say Italian, but I mean to say um, Latin or, or it's Greek. a Latin. <laughs> <laughs> there's types of attraction even beyond that because there's like you know physical attraction based upon like outward appearance. There's energy or emotional attraction, and there's there's also like just the 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 un unknown kind of attraction, like because of maybe what based on your friendship and the way that you guys have developed your specific interactions. Mm-hmm. And those kinds of things aren't necessarily going to be related to uh, romance or liking each other in that kind of more leading to something else kind of way, right? But it might also be tied up in that kind of stuff because all these things can be tied together, but they also can be very separate. So the problem with these things is that a lot of the time when you just say crush, uh, you, uh, if you don't have a clear definition of what crush means to you or what crush means in general, you're kind of um, shortchanging yourself. Exactly. So for your purposes, I think you need to decide what crush means. And for like, in your question, you use the word Twitter patient, which Brian has used in the past. 
um i don't remember which episode you talked about it in before. yeah we actually looked for quite a while we spent an unfortunate <laughs> amount of time obsessing over which episode was it yeah and i and and i like narrowed it down maybe possibly 39 33 21 17 or 4 or 1 but um <laughs> That's a very broad number of episodes, but still. The uh, Twitter Patient, Ryan, what did what did that mean to to you? Like, how do you use Twitter Patient? Mm-hmm. If you have ever seen Bambi, Twitter right. Patient is uh, or Twitter Pated is the word that the owl uses in the middle of the movie when it's spring and all the animals are getting lovey all over each other, and the owl's like, "Oh, you beware, because." There, those animals are Twitter painted, and you're going to be Twitter painted. It's always the same. I've been here for generations, and it always happens. And then Bambi and his friends proceed to trance into the forest, forest, resolved not to catch feelings, only for like the female versions of each of the animals to show up, flutter their eyeball, er, flutter their eyeball, <laughs> flutter their eyelash, <laughs> flutter their eyelashes, and then all of a sudden the guys are just like out of their minds in love i guess right and so generally what i mean is something like that but a less cartoony version thereof like you you catch the butterflies you catch the 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 feelings of romance and just like a sort of sense of like happiness and giddiness just thinking about said person so so you're in like kind of thing. Definitely like somewhere between in like and in love, yeah. Okay. So with that in mind, uh how would you characterize a crush? I'd say dip- it's that's a good question cuz I'd say it's similar but specifically for me because I think different people talk about crushes in different ways. For example, when I was growing up, I only ever had one crush at a time and and I didn't ever develop like a second crush simultaneously because in my mind it was like if I had a crush on someone it was because I was looking at them and thinking like oh we could get married someday like this I really like this person I hope something happens that takes us somewhere and so to a certain extent I was like kind of locked towards that and didn't have any other crush until i got to the point that i was like you know never mind that that's not gonna go where i thought it was but i've known plenty of people who are like yeah i have like five crushes all at the same time and i'm just like i don't understand how that happens and i think like now i can kind of understand it it's just that maybe it's a different type of crush it's not right i i'm like over the moon for this one person it's more hey there's a lot of people in my life that I see attractive qualities and that makes me like and think of them on a basis that's more than I think of normal people. Right. So that kind of goes to show how crush can be defined differently by different people, depending on how they view relationships in general and how they interact with other people overall. So for you, here's Spooderman, Spider-Man, PS4. (laughs) (laughs) It might be good to figure out your personal, like, uh, how you are a- approaching these these uh, feelings for, uh, and how you define the the Twitter patient and the, we just said this word, and I can't think of it, crush 
<laughs> <laughs> I can't think of things. Uh, Name's so Crush, can... man. <laughs> the name's Crush. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that you can have a little bit more definition as to, like, of course, like things are fluid and, and these words are imperfect and they're not going to fit every situation. But you can have a little bit more clarity as to what these these situations mean to you going forward. And um, and as far as like having to tell people about this, it might be a good idea to talk to. I don't know how old you are. Uh, but it might be a good idea to talk to your parents, a, a good friend that you trust, not to like talk to people about this uh, without your consent, and or or maybe a, a family member that you trust, a sibling or uh, another adult, uh, or or maybe you do have a um, counselor or something like that. Um, I know that having an outside opinion can help but a, an outside opinion that's close to you that has experience with your life and and your circumstances can be a little bit more helpful than what we could give to you but especially when you have like a lot of these feelings over and over again all the time because ryan it sounds like it's happening all the time so the frequently time. um that's they've probably developed like five more crushes in the span of this episode yeah since we started talking it's been so quick yeah, I mean, it's healthy and good to have attractions and feelings for people, but there's, you know, maybe what I'm thinking is maybe that because you're telling yourself or maybe your parents have said no relationships until, you know, later. Mm -hmm. I don't know what the deal is, but because there's this thing that you can't have, that's making it more of a deal that you... It's it's making it a bigger deal and it's more forefront on your mind. And so you can't get it off your mind. That and be. so it becomes a bigger deal that gets projected into your relationships more. Um, your friendships become more filtered through that and then focusing on more the attraction than uh, and the um, the Twitter patient and crushing uh, than maybe you would like. I don't know. And then the only way to deal with it for you would be to either tell them once you sort of like figure out that, oh, maybe it's not so much the those actual feelings, but just like having to have that experience of like the, the you know, go through that process of feeling the excitement. I don't know. Uh, we can't say for sure. I can't say for sure. But dealing with crushes on the mental level is difficult and it's different for each person for sure. I know for crushes that uh, that I've had with people, friends that I interact with on a regular basis, telling them sometimes helps. And then sometimes journaling about it so I can figure out what those feelings are exactly. Because sometimes it's not a crush exactly. Sometimes it's something else. Like Ryan said, he wasn't uh, having exactly the feelings that he thought he was having. And then mm -hmm. once he like sorted through them, he's like, oh, it was something else. Right. So, and that's important to do, especially like when you're kind of in the teenage, I can't get married yet stage. And I'm like trying to get through high school and get mature and then do relationships. If that's the way you're trying to do it, then recognizing that as you develop your teenage hormones and emotions 
can kind of run in all sorts of directions and that's not your fault it's just a thing that happens and that can make it hard to determine like okay is what i'm dealing with here an actual crush is it just me getting excited because i have the start of a crush which is just like like i'm just genuinely attracted to a good quality of a person like it can be useful to even just sit down and say okay what is it that i like about this person truly like make a bucket list and then make a list like sort of make a cross-reference bucket list where you're you're putting down like i like that they're cute i like that they're fun i like their laugh etc and then draw a line down the middle of the page and then on the right side of the page like on the left side you have the bucket list and on the right side put why those things are things that are attractive to you like do they fit with your values well or do they jive really well with the things that you appreciate in a person and then you can kind of determine like that can kind of give you some clarity as to okay do i like this person or like what are the reasons that i like this person and are those reasons things that only fit a romantic relationship or are those things that fit a friendly relationship too and what which one of those relationships best would allow this relationship to mature, you know? Does that make sense? Yes. So, like, if there's something there, then make sure it's for the right reasons. Mm-hmm. It's kind of what I'm hearing. But also, Basically. if you're if, if you're seeing something that you actually like, if there's attractions there that are, like, if, if there's something there that you like, like, they always have fun hairstyles or... <laughs> They have a really cute laugh or something. Maybe that in and of itself isn't enough to have like a crush, but it's something that you enjoy about them. That's really nice. Mm -hmm. And that can still be an attractive quality. And that makes you excited to be around them and excited to spend time with them. Um, So that's a clarification that you can make about that person. So you you can express that to them without saying, oh, I have this crush on you. It's like, just say like, like if they they laugh, you say, your laugh's always so great or something. Like Mm -hmm. you you can, you can express those things or say, you always have such great hair or I really like that you have your hair done up like that today or something. You can compliment people for what you like about them physically or, or about them as a person. Um, it's not a bad thing to compliment people. I know it can feel weird and awkward. And sometimes, you know, society tells us, you know, don't tell people that you like them because then it could mean that you like them more. And you know and... what? That's just society being an old fogey. Yeah, That's what I say. Exactly. Because it's like Cause... society says, oh, well, don't tell people you like them. Then they'll know that you like them. Um, yeah, that's the point. We're supposed to affirm yeah. and uh, lift each other up. Exactly. Don't and don't just let society you... say not to do that just because it's afraid of lifting people up to the point that they yeah. think that you're lifting them up too much. No, a- affirm people. Say that you like them. If it causes drama, say, hey, stop causing drama. I'm just saying that I appreciate things about people and being a wholesome person. <laughs> Yeah, and if they and if they get confused, like, wait, does that mean you like like me? That just say that. No, I'm just saying you could be like, I like uh, this one thing. You could be like, I don't know. 
do you like like me? <laughs> no, don't do that. <laughs> don't stir drama, Ryan. <laughs> no, no, no. But seriously, like it. That can. All, that's also. I think that's a great solution, Matthew. To just like say, hey, the things that I like about this person, I'm just gonna tell them organically that I like them, uh, or like those things about them, because yeah. I think often when we've got you know crush popping up every week or something. It's because something inside of us is saying, wow, I'm surrounded by amazing people and I want to tell the world about that. Well, that's one way that you can put that energy to good use is by telling those people, tell them exactly what makes them such an incredible person. And then your energy is spent less obsessing over them from a you standpoint of wow, I really like this person, I like this person, and it turns into, wow, they're a great person, and you're, you're putting the focus on them and making it less a, a sort of a selfish, not that crushes are like, oh, how selfish, but like, to a certain extent, it is sort of a self-centered, like, I like them kind of thing, whereas if you put the focus on them and trying to build them up then it's not so much about you and more about just making other people's lives awesome well just one last thought on my part here yeah and you kind of struck on it there obsessive it's a little bit crushes can be a little bit obsessive and not necessarily intentional but crushes generally are um the people who can't leave your thoughts like they're they're there and um, I think that a lot of people would agree that crush is kind of defined as um, uh, they they fill your thoughts. You can't stop thinking about them. They're 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 people that are on your mind all the time for one reason or another. And so um, I mean, it's good to be thinking about all these things. It's good to be processing these feelings and talking to people, um, both the person that you're maybe thinking about, or your family, your counselor, your friends, or family, whatever. But it's also good to take a step back from all of that and not think about these things. It's good to uh, have other activities so you can get your mind off these things because when you're thinking about a problem all the time or you're thinking about whatever thing that you're trying to clarify, your brain will start to get cyclical and, and you can't get out of the same thought patterns. So... You need to break those patterns, you need to start doing other activities, stop thinking about the same things, go outside, um, engage in other hobbies and and things so that you're not thinking about these things. See other friends, see other people. And so when your brain is engaged in these other activities, it can take a break from these things. Don't obsess, right? So that you can take a break and then when you come back to these situations, you have some refreshment. You can see things without the same cyclical thoughts, you without the same cloudiness, the same cynicism. So, yeah, don't get caught up in your own thoughts. Don't, you know, just start seeing out like more than just this one thing as all consuming. So there's more to life than just relationships with these these labels of crush and yeah (laughs) yeah anyway i think that's all i have to say on the subject really yeah okay well i think i have like one thing left but it's pretty small and it's just to like 
double back, go back to the specific question, which was, how do I deal with crushes on a mental level without having to tell the girl or avoid catching feelings? So how do you oh, deal right. with it? Yes. How do you deal with it mentally and uh, avoid catching feelings? I want to like answer those directly because we've talked about a lot of generalities here, but I want to like give you just like direct advice. So how do you avoid catching feelings? That goes back to what I was talking about with like attraction versus affection is that you can avoid and not necessarily, but it's some, it's a something that might work. Don't use bait on your fishing hook. Don't use bait on your fishing hook. You won't catch your feelings in the pond of love. No, (laughs) sorry. You will, you will avoid cat. You can avoid, not you will, but you might avoid catching feelings. If you recognize the difference between attraction and affection in that, you can see someone and think, wow, they're attractive, but that doesn't mean you have feelings yet. And that doesn't mean that you have to develop feelings. So long as you can recognize that it's okay to appreciate someone for their attractive qualities without gaining romantic affection for them. Like you can develop uh, platonic affection even for a person based on good qualities. And that doesn't necessitate you to fall in love with them, to get Twitter painted over them because it's like just kind of giving yourself the permission to have people around you of good character qualities without having to feel like you have to, you like you're going to catch a a crush on them. If that makes any sense, sort of you're giving yourself the permission to observe someone's positive traits, recognize those to be objectively good and then move on with your life just thinking, huh, glad there's good people in this world. And like you can still form relationships with that person. But that is a way to avoid catching feelings is to simply give yourself the permission to avoid catching feelings and have high quality relationships with high quality people without thinking that it means that you have to fall in love with them. And then the second thing uh, so like that's my only advice as far as how to avoid catching feelings, but as far as how to deal with crushes on a mental level without having to tell the other person, I, I do think that often it can help on the mental level to tell the person because when you do, it's sort of like if you have uh, a secret, which it is, yes. that's, that is what it is, is it's a secret inside you like, oh, I like this person and no one can know because they'll make fun of me. Or she might reject me. And like you've obviously told people and like they haven't rejected you. And that's great. And I do think that in certain circumstances, I would advocate someone to just tell the other person and be honest with them because then you're not carrying around this secret anymore. Um, But if you want to avoid telling the person so that you're not like (laughs) telling someone every week, I like you, I like you, I like you, I like you. That makes sense. I wouldn't want to do that either. Um, That would probably have negative ramifications on my uh reputation if i were to be doing that and so how to avoid um or how to deal with a crush on a mental level i would say put your energy towards serving others and it can be the crush it can be anyone else but oftentimes i find that when i have a mental rut that i get into whether it's obsessing over um Uh, someone like when I was in high school and obsessing over someone else with a crush or when I'm obsessing over like a video game or just some video that I'm trying to make often what it helps is to focus on how I can serve others. And that can be as simple as doing a chore around the house or 
um, putting your energy into volunteer work. Or even like for me, often I'm like, if I'm making a video or a podcast, that's sort of a labor of love for random people on the internet. <laughs> and doing that, often you're, t you're transforming the energy that you would normally, like maybe you're just sitting on the couch and then all of a sudden you're thinking about this person and you're putting all this time into thinking about like, oh, this person, I can't stop thinking of them. Well, that time gets taken up by other things if you are serving others. You're focusing on other people and almost chasing after a better kind of love because like there there are those different types of love Matthew talked about because other languages have different words for love there's the romantic love but then there's agape love which is when you do nice things for people even when they're not doing nice things for you you're serving others um and that's the stronger of the loves as far as like its impact on other people and so you can almost kind of translate it in, translate your energy into something that will benefit others and keep your mind away from obsession. Are you sure you don't mean a gape? <laughs> yes, it's a gape. I, I'm sorry. I, mis I misread that. Okay, we have one more question if you're ready to move on, Matthew. If not, tell me to stop moving on too fast. No, I was going to make a comment on your thing but then you kept talking and then i was like oh, oh well okay fine. so I'll, I'll just shut up and you can make your comment no i was just gonna it's just gonna be like a, oh those good old greeks and their uh platonicness pl 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 Ooh, yes please yes. make that comment yeah okay those good old greeks and their pl platonicism <laughs> <laughs> all right one more question Yay. you want to read this one need a sip of water for this I'll join it's you. Too short. Don't don't change the person's name this time. Joss Hua, pun of <laughs> stop. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> you can't say don't change it and then like not change I it. I trusted you. Now I have water <laughs> in my throat. No, that's not where Isn't it is. That's where in my you lungs. need it. In my nose. <laughs> okay. Joss Hua of Pun of Top Hat. Hey, the pun Ryan himself. And <laughs> He's here amongst us. Um, hey, Ryan and Matthew. Is it a bad idea to prank your friends on Facebook for a day or two by updating your relationship status from single to in a relationship? Because it seems fun, but are there any repercussions that I'm not aware of? Joss Hua. There are. There are and many I, ramifications. Yes. Also, remind me, Ryan, I don't know. Um, I haven't been on Facebook in a long time um, other than to like update like yeah. uh, Facebook pages and stuff like that. But mm -hmm. for personal pages, um, when you change your relationship status from single to in a relationship, do you have to set a person nope. as a... No, no you, you can just set it as in a relationship and it doesn't specify yeah. whom? Yep. Okay. Same thing with when you're single, you don't have to specify who you're single with. <laughs> oh, so when I was single with, with um, <laughs> okay, I get it. Okay. So I will remove the giraffe from my, okay. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so why do you say that, Ryan? So I have a story. Oh, story and this is, time. I don't know if I've told this story 
I maybe have can, told it to Hannah, but otherwise I have not told it to anyone. And I'm hoping that no one who remembers this actual event is listening to this podcast. Probably not. But here goes. Okay. So And the best I, part about the story is it's not in parts that we have to hunt down on TikTok. Exactly. Oh, thank goodness. Exactly. So Ooh, Okay. So this happened when I was like 14. There was a girl that I had a crush on. And because I was a sheltered homeschooler, I only ever saw them at our weekly Awana meetings. <laughs> and so it was it was a rough six days the rest of the week, um, except for the fact that I turned 13 and got Facebook. And then when I was 14, at some point, I was like, wait, does this person possibly have a Facebook? <gasps> they do. And so I won't say I stalked them. I just was friends with them and saw their <laughs> posts. Yeah. I mean, that's what Facebook's for, is so that you can go and look through their posts. Exactly. And so, at one point, I'm, like, thoroughly crushing on this person. We'll call okay. them... We'll call them... Girl. <laughs> Jessica? So, uh, no. No, that's a terrible name. No. <laughs> okay. No. Uh, so, I'm crushing on girl. You Jessica. just offended sure, Jessica. half of our... Okay. We're crushing on Jessica. And... Um, she updates her relationship status as in a relationship <clears throat> and it's with a person who has a really weird name and it doesn't make sense to me at all. Is their name bamboozled? The name was Astot. 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 And I was like, huh, what a weird like the name. the department of Astot? Yes, actually. So the name was us dot and I go on the page and there's like a few posts and me now realizes that probably as a joke, Jessica created a fake profile for the U S department of transport <laughs> and then got in a relationship with it probably yeah. because at some point with her friends, she had some inside joke about having, a, like, being in love with mail trucks or something. I don't know. <laughs> okay. But I didn't know that. I was a dumb 14-year-old. And so I see that she's in a relationship, and that just, my heart just sinks to the ground. And then I see that Aww. it's with some idiot who doesn't have a real name, and my heart sinks even deeper. <laughs> And then I see that they're making cute jokes at each other in the comments. And I'm pretty sure they're comments that she wrote on both ends. But that doesn't matter. I didn't know that. I was completely dumbfounded as to how this had happened. I never even heard of the guy. And I saw her like once a week. How could this have happened? <laughs> and then about a week later, she's out of the relationship. And I see random vague posts like her saying guys i've broken up with us dot and her brother commenting you made the right decision and she's like yeah i really did and it's probably still the inside joke going on in their friend circles about how she got into a relationship with a mail truck and then got <laughs> out of a relationship with a mail truck because it was an abusive relationship and <laughs> this is all happening on on not a wanna day with other friends, better friends, closer friends, 
and I'm over here just Facebook stalking and freaking out for the whole week because my relationship hopes have been crushed and then raised and then I don't know where they're at anymore. Needless to say, um, I wasn't I wasn't obsessed at all at this point in my life. No, no, not at all. All of this to say, um, <laughs> when you change your Facebook status from single to in a relationship, you have to recognize chances are decent. If you've got a good number of friends that maybe one or two of them might have crushes on you and might just freak out for a few days <laughs> that you are in a relationship, especially if you don't even specify. It's just like, I'm in a relationship. Who knows? Who could it be? Not you. <laughs> and so not that you'll ever hear about this. Like I never told the person, Jessica, that any of this was going on. In fact, like Jessica eventually actually got a boyfriend and I just gave up on that altogether because it wasn't going anywhere. And then I got married to someone else like years later after developing a, okay, I was uh, a say, strong I didn't. <laughs> No, my <laughs> wife was not my rebound. Thank you very much. <laughs> She's laughing in the other room. <laughs> no, but um, yes, it, it is. Their possible ramifications are making people freak out. Right. You're like, protect the other Ryans of the world. Protect the other Ryans of the world. <laughs> don't don't hurt them. They're they're just <laughs> I really hope Jessica doesn't listen to this episode. Aw <laughs> Poor Ryan. Okay. Bless your sweetheart. No I'm <laughs> Um no, I'm sorry. That was quite the story okay uh ryan ryan i need to i need to know how 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 do you feel about this years later like we we yeah we heard about past ryan but how how do you feel about this now i feel like past ryan was an idiot <laughs> <laughs> okay but you were able to tell the story now so like mm -hmm. you don't care about yeah. past ryan well i mean okay no i not that i don't care bless his heart he he <laughs> had a very lovable naivete about him. He uh, didn't know how to use Google to stalk <laughs> a stot better, <laughs> find right. out who they were, and how it was probably all a big joke. Um, and he also didn't realize that you probably shouldn't take things that you see online as seriously as he did. Um so it's a learning experience. It was a learning experience, which I didn't actually learn anything from the thing at the time. I just got older okay. and realized I was dumb in the past. You know, okay. it's kind of like a learning experience where you look back and you're like, huh, when I was three years old, I probably shouldn't have eaten that glue. Oh, yeah. I mean, I did it 20 times after that time, too. But like, you know, probably should have learned it at first time. Yeah. Okay. Give me a so, second. I'm going to take a drink of glue real quick. <laughs> oh gosh ryan ah. please don't as long as it's not super glue it's just elmer's that stuff is fine to drink. <laughs> that's oh, no, the sound of me super gluing my mouth thing? closed <laughs> so what are okay. your thoughts matthew uh do it yes please 
We need more stories like this in the world. No, I'm kidding. Prank your friends and then make a podcast where you talk five years later about it. We will interview you about this. Yes. And please invite the other people involved. We want to hear their stories. We need the other Ryans of the world to share their <laughs> trauma. Ryan okay. Assemble. Thanks for talking about this, Ryan. No, Absolutely. <laughs> that's it that's it all for this episode we'll see you next time okay bye everybody no i'm kidding no um <laughs> my general advice is okay the way that you wrote the question let me see is it a bad idea yes so yes it's a bad idea but like ryan said if you have a fair amount of friends uh which fair amount let's say is like fair uh, amount pictures <laughs> Fair, blast you, Fairmount Pictures. That's that was Disney getting mad at Fairmount Pictures for stealing. With um, you want to sure. make us, you want to make a streaming service too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fairmount Plus. Let's say, it's, let's say it's twenty plus friends. If you have more than twenty friends, then don't do it. Don't do it. Too many people to have crushes on you and stuff. And cut, yeah, crushes and stuff. No. Yeah. 19 people sure fine whatever yeah you can keep track of that many but 20 no so yeah but like it can be a fun thing um i've had some people uh the the inverse of this okay so ryan was telling about his story with with um him being on the outside of the joke but um for people inside on the joke i mean i've seen some people do this successfully and everything and by say some people i mean just one time that i've seen it but I don't know if there were people like Ryan who were hurt by it or anything. So I think you could do it. It depends on your group of friends, but there might be people on the outside that might be confused. And I don't know. But my perspective is another story. I won't go into the story too much because it's not that entertaining like yours was Ryan at all. Um, <laughs> But uh, I had some friends who they were going to do this kind of joke. But turns out that they already actually were crushing on each other. But one of them didn't want to admit it. And the other one ha was already suspecting. And they already kind of spoke about it and stuff. But they had already decided not to like pursue anything at that point. So they uh, were going to joke about this. And um, I'm, I think it was a good thing that they didn't do it because if they had done it and then they had pretended that it was a thing and then they went back to like, oh, it's not actually a thing, ha ha ha, that the people who were joking about it, especially the guy who was like way more crushing on the, the girl in this scenario was not, would not have been okay with it. So the people who are doing this, if they are actual people in this case, as opposed to Ryan, which was a fake person, <laughs> it could be bad for the people involved. They might be like, oh, yeah, I'm totally in on this. But then secretly, like, you know, they're they're a lot more unprepared for that kind of a thing because they are way more in love with this person than they care to admit. So in that case, no. No, it's not a great idea either. It's fun. I can get the idea of it being fun to like be like, oh, I'm in a relationship. Oh, I pranked you guys. I don't <laughs> get the point of all these prank channels and stuff 
doing a bunch of things with relationships especially but a bunch of other things and it's mm-hmm. there's a lot of it that it, it's not pranks no they a, think it's a prank and it's not a truly good prank is one where you and the person who got pranked laugh yeah. and if that's not happening then you're just attacking people <laughs> truly no well no like so like if you were to like drop a balloon on someone uh, not just a balloon, a water balloon. <laughs> Boom. No, a water balloon on someone when they walk through a door and they have a meeting in two minutes. That's not a prank because you're hurting them. It's doing damage somehow. Yeah. You're laughing because, oh, look at that. They, they're wet now, but they don't laugh. So that's not truly yeah. a prank. That's just a trap. Yeah, especially knowingly. If you didn't know they had a meeting, that's one thing. But if you knowingly hurt them, that's not good. But there's so many things that I could say about pranks. But overall, use your best judgment. It can be funny given the right circumstances. It can be appropriate. But there are other ways to prank. I know online friends, it's harder to find ways to prank each other because online is not the same as in person. But... I feel like there's other ways to prank each other other than this, especially when you haven't met. If if you haven't met each other in person doing uh, this, where it could be betraying people's relationships and you don't know what's going on between everyone uh, because it's all online and you don't know how things are. If they're all online friends, it could be weird and it could throw things off if you don't know how things are. So overall, yeah, I, I it, it could be fun if you know the circumstances and everything. So Use your best discretion. Overall, I would say take into account what Ryan has said for his experience and what I've said for my experience and make your own decision. <laughs> Good luck and best of wishes to you, pun of Don't top hurt. hat. Yes, Joshua. Joshua. <laughs> yeah, I just realized that you can't see what I'm doing. I'm raising my... um. My water bottle to you in a salute uh, yes. kind of thing. I, I raise my water bottle too. Don't say any weird names after I take a drink. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ryan. Hey, Aryan. I don't know. There's not... <laughs> what? Aryan. Aryan. All right. Um, that is all for this week's episode. It's time for the wrap up. Yay! So as far as favorite comments from last week. Jeff Ross said that that intro was one of my favorite podcast intros of all time. And I have to agree with him. Oh, yeah, because we did something different instead of the normal. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I, I, I was laughing so hard putting that together because. Uh, what oh, was when it? you were editing it? Yes, because I just had you like, uh, like I couldn't find a slow drive up car sound effect that's like i couldn't find that but i did find the one that was like boom and i was like that's funnier (laughs) so i stuck that (laughs) instead right yeah no and and then the way it it sounds great the the timing is just so perfect it's like and then the car window rolls down (laughs) hey man how's it going (laughs) I, I think that it sounds perfect, and 
I'm really happy with the way the episode turned out, but also the the intro. Yeah, I I I, I mean, every single intro from every single episode is the exact same, other than the on today's episode part of it. But yeah, that one was unique and special and great. So I thank you, Jeff. Yes, thank, thank you. you, Jeff. And also, awkward potato said, "Yay, I got that's just her yes. typing on her keyboard and then she says yes i'm a bit excited why do you ask and she also she has a few other things that she said but general consensus was that uh she uh spit she nearly sneezed out her food while listening to the commercial from laughter and yeah um that she's glad the show is finally back yay me too because it's been a long time and it's fun when we get to record and it's also fun to hear from everybody else like when we get comments like that. So thank you, yes, thank Awkward you. Potato. Otherwise, those are the only comments we got. We didn't actually get any tweets with the hashtag something. And so instead of reading those, I have a question for this week, which is what burning question do you have for us that we can answer within a month, hopefully? <laughs> this is not a veiled attempt to get more questions. <laughs> Definitely not. But you can use the hashtag oxme something, which is what we used last week, but no one used it, so we can we can reuse it. Yay. Also, it'll be fun. What? If someone asked us a question about burning something. Like you know, like fire, like burning questions. Like Ooh, yes. They should Ooh, if you ask me how to make a campfire, I'm an expert after having gone camping and messed up the fire the first day because I didn't have enough uh kindling. That was fun. Did you, did you didn't like hurt yourself? Did you? No, no, I didn't okay, hurt myself. Ahead. What happened was we had plenty of tinder, plenty of firewood, but not enough kindling. And so like I was using random sticks, a little bit of the firewood that I was able to tear up the bark off of. Um, but basically bark. you're supposed to have, when you make a campfire, you're supposed to have the tinder, which is like a piece of paper, pieces of paper or, Eat, like really easily flammable stuff and then you have sticks which are broken up into small pieces and so they catch fire because they're broken up into so- small pieces and then right. you have the firewood and it basically goes through those three stages and that gets the fire hotter and hotter because paper fires right. are not very hot stick fires are a little hotter and firewood fires are the uh, like can't, like a uh, uh, firewood fires are the hottest and if you don't get it from each stage seamlessly into the next, then the wood won't catch and it'll just go out. And that's what happened was we didn't have enough sticks uh, for the second phase. And so breakfast turned into brunch. I was about to say a fun fact, but I'm afraid that people will try it and then Uh-oh. damage will happen. What would, what would that be? But it's a fun fact. It's a fun, fun fact. Okay, tell, tell um, us the fun fact and people don't try this at home. People don't try this. Toilet paper doesn't burn very well. <laughs> really yeah why is that i'm thinking that it's a safety thing that makes sense it, you wouldn't want to accidentally set your toilet paper on fire when you're using it well no because like okay you know how kids like toilet paper homes and stuff like that like i think that people because when i work wait back, wait go go back go back Okay, what? Toilet paper? What are toilet paper homes? No, they toilet paper homes. And st- like, you know, like, um, 
like they attack okay they vandalize homes and they throw oh, toilet paper on oh, them. Oh, like people TPing. I was like, what kind of childhood did you have where you built houses out of toilet paper? <laughs> no, our home was not made out of toilet paper. I lived in an igloo. Anyway, so they... <laughs> did people ever come to your igloo and TP your igloo? Yeah, no, we didn't have a toilet. We didn't have toilet paper. We used... <laughs> we... We cut a hole in the ice and then we just stick, stuck our bottoms into the ice water. <laughs> it was like a poor man's bidet. That sounds like what happens when you've reached rock bottom. <laughs> okay. Anyway. anyway. <laughs> so, I worked yeah, at the museum. Like if people are going to TP <laughs> houses, you don't want the, the toilet paper catching fire and setting trees on yeah. fire and stuff. Yeah, but I, I worked at the uh, at the library, and and kids would sometimes like take a bunch of toilet paper out of the bathrooms at the library, and they would um, ride around on their bikes outside the library, and they would try to set uh, the toilet paper on fire and stick it into the spokes of their bikes and ride around with their 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 bike wheels on fire, and uh, it, it it would last for like maybe a second or two, but it wouldn't last very long. But we would still have to like go out there and be like, "Hey, kids, stop setting your hey you kids paper on fire. <laughs> stop yeah. setting toilet paper on fire in your bicycle tracks. How could you do this? <laughs> Get off my lawn." <laughs> yeah, I know it was a time. Anyway, anyway. Ox, hashtag ox me something. Yes, about toilet paper ask, and fire. Ask us your burning <laughs> questions that we can hopefully answer within a month. Also, please just, like, tell all your friends who you knew slash know who listened to the Ox Cable. Uh, <laughs> tell that, your that former friends and your current friends Tell them about we're us. back. Yeah. Tell them we need questions. Tell them that hopefully we'll keep up a semi-regular schedule. It's not even a schedule. It's just a, it's just a hope. A hope that <laughs> a hope. within the next month you will have another episode of the Ox Cable. When, when did we release the last episode? It was on June... June 23rd. 23rd. And we're releasing... Yes. We're recording this on August 4th. So it's been a little bit yes. over a month, but it's been not two months yet. Not two months yet. So hit us up. With your questions, hashtag ox me something or questions at oxcableshow.com. We need to wrap up this episode because it's almost at, uh, it's actually over an, an hour and a half. So we got to get going. Um, you can find our episodes on oxcableshow.com if you're not already there. You can also find our podcast wherever you find podcasts. It's on Spotify, it's on iTunes, it's all over the place. And you can also just uh, check out the website if you want to support measures towards making this podcast i have a patreon it's patreon.com slash ryan matlock and that's the list of things that we had to say at the end of each podcast yep is there anything i'm missing matthew go forth and build goat barns everybody build goat barns not toilet paper houses thank you everyone and i think that's all we've got for this episode see you again in the next episode Bye. bye Well, Terry, what's your wait? What's your name? <laughs> I'm Leslie. Leslie. <laughs>
You know how we dropped out of college to build that online business in our parents' garage? I remember the day well. It was 20 years ago yesterday. No, it wasn't, Leslie. It was 20 minutes ago. <laughs> oh, yes. 20 years ago was when my mother died. Yes. It fell off when my uh, well, dad ran over it with the car. You should talk to him about that. He's still on it. Uh, I had to rip it off, like in that movie, The Hours, you know? In the, in the, they had to cut off the arm because it was stuck in the boulder. I think they was in Colorado. Now we're here and we're running out of airtime. We've got 20 seconds left there, Lester. What's it, wait, what's your name again? Terry. Terry. That's right. I have I, you know, I haven't seen you until like four days ago, Terry. No. <laughs> your accent is I so close something. to Merida. It's like, have you ever wanted to change your fate? <laughs> we have a new revolutionary product. It's called Give People Refunds When They Need Them. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think this is made even funnier by the fact that we were like, I don't like that guy's tone. <laughs> You're right. You're right. That was recorded before we even knew any of this. Oh, no. 